Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is Friday. It is Friday, November 4th, in the year 2022. Pretty awesome. We made it through another week. We're still alive. We haven't been turned into soiling green chips yet. There isn't a nuclear war, and the bug protein is still on in the factories and not yet delivered to your home. <laughs> it's just good. We are in good shape. And you can still put gas in your car. You don't have to buy an electric car yet. And Elon Musk is having a great war with our Cartosi our, our or whatever her name is, Cortez, which is awesome. Hey, before we begin, uh, Patriots, let's think about what is necessary to protect your home. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. itargetpro.com is going to make your skills sharp and your home ready. For when the zombies come. The zombie apocalypse. It's on us. All they have to do is flip the switch on 5G. And you'll step out there on your morning deck. Sipping your coffee. And you look over. And your neighbor will be eating his cat. That's when you know it's time. <laughs> to go back inside. And change, and put on your kit. It's just like. Hmm. That wasn't what I expected this morning. And that's the way it's going to be. Hey check this out. Elon, Cortez thinks that Elon Musk has taken war against her and deleted her Twitter. Take a listen to this. I've sacrificed everything for this. You're not going to take it away from me. Alexandria Cortez thinks I screwed with her Twitter, which quite frankly is just insulting. I'm too busy building the car of the future and getting to Mars to worry about that. So I just had my intern, Tyler, do it. Let that sink in. <laughs> He just asked, he just says, all right, so intern, will you just screw with Cortez's email, Twitter account, please? Because I, I don't want to waste time screwing with it, but I want you to just to drive her nuts. That's totally awesome. Here, check this out. Twitter has been firing people all day long. Well, they initiated their mass rounds of firings. And why I really don't care about Twitter, though I did send them a, uh, a, a another appeal to have my permanently suspended account unsuspended uh telling them i rebuke all demons out of the account and out of twitter in the meantime we'll see how that goes but the other part of this is their letters today were just brutal check this email this is they fired people by email and this is how it went the letter opens up with this you're fired and i'm not kidding this is it you're fired hello as shared earlier today, Twitter is conducting a workforce reduction to help improve the health of the company. These decisions are never easy, and it was with regret that we write to inform you that your role at Twitter has been impacted. 
Today is your last working day at the company. However, you will remain employed by Twitter and will receive compensation and benefits through your separation date of February 2nd, 2023. During this time, you will be on a no working notice period and your access to Twitter systems will be deactivated. While you are not expected to work during the non-working notice period, you are still required to comply with all company policies, including the employee playbook and code of conduct. Within a week, you will receive details on your severance offer, financial resources extending beyond your non-working notice period. So I think this is quite impressive. And I can tell you that there's a lot of Twitter people today that are all hanging out with each other and shedding Twitter tears, proclaiming that their life is over and they don't really know what they're going to do. But they are, I do want to tell you, and I have to warn you about this because this is tough folks. According to the blue checkers, the world is about ready to end. You've been talking to a lot of folks um, employed by Twitter. What are they telling you? What does the separation also look like the details of that? Sure. Uh, so the most important thing that Twitter employees want to stress is that the company is a nightmare right now yeah. and it, you cannot work there. And the website is built on sticks and it might fall apart. So how is it cards? Um, if it falls apart by Tuesday, we're in trouble in terms of getting election information out there. The other thing they're warning to me about, oh. by the way, to regular people, like, you yeah. know, this is the thing. These people have lost their jobs and this is what they're worried about right now. On Tuesday, uh, on, mon- on Monday, let's start on Monday. On Monday, anybody can maybe buy a verification badge, right? Verify check, right? Yeah. You could go and pose as anybody, an election official, a public figure, whatever. And there's, they've cut the moderation staff so severely that there's no way they're gonna catch up in time to these lies. Wow. So using Twitter as a trustworthy source of information on Tuesday is going to be a nightmare. That's what people inside of Twitter or people who just got laid off, some people who are still there are warning about because they go and talk to Elon who is deeply out of his depth, objectively. And they don't know what's going to happen next week during the United States elections. So who is the person, what is the entity that helps identify that Twitter will no longer be a viable source that we have looked to for for so long going forward? Because we are in the age of misinformation. I mean, the timing could not be worse for all this stuff. The entity is us. We're gonna learn the hard way on Tuesday, if if he does this by Monday, and he wants to, he's, he says he wants to ship this product by Monday. Uh, this is a way to get eight dollars out of lots of users. Um, we're going to see what happens. I I'm, I don't mean to sound the alarm quite so severely here, but this could be really bad. <laughs> the end of the blue check is going to overthrow the government because Twitter blue checks are that important. Patriots, it's eleven minutes after the hour, and it's let's hit some prayer warfare. Father, we come to you today very blessed and honored always to be here, and we by choice humble ourselves before you, it's purely just in the glory of the kingdom and the glory of all that you bring, and we're humbled each and every day just to be walking on this earth in this time, and we thank you for that. Father, We just as we head into a yet another cycle of insanity, which would be the elections, and the probability that there's going to be more shenanigans, lies, cheating, deceit than we can possibly ever catalog, We pray for the justice of hearts to start settling in on people, the consciousness that is much needed, a moral reset of this nation. 
we pray that people will start to have a conscience as they do things to realize that what they are doing in terms of cheating and deceitfulness is just wrong and that there is accountability. And though there may be account, may be a slow form of accountability in this lifetime, we pray that those out here, all Americans for that matter, no one excluded, will start to appreciate that there is an accountability in the courts of heaven and before you. Father, for the many right now that are struggling with the principles of justice and forgiveness, we just pray that there's greater clarity and discernment that can settle into their hearts. To begin with, we need to, we pray that people will begin to realize that the all justice ultimately is in heaven, and though there is justice here on this land, though it is obscure at this point in time, corrupted by the deceitfulness of men and the institutions of men, our prayers must always deliver those moments to the courts of heaven, knowing that in the end we will all face you and face accountability for every word that is spoken and even thought. Let us not forget that. You've asked us, Father, to, that to, give for, to receive forgiveness, we have to give forgiveness. And this is a very difficult thing for many people right now, even those that say that they walk with Jesus. Because they are walking in a place of seeking justice, which is another word for vengeance. Father, what we pray right now is a clearing of the hearts to forgive those sins put upon us so that they do not burden us and so that they give us clarity and discernment in this world and a closer walk with you. We pray for those that are out here that are walking with Jesus to pray for eyes to see in this world as you would see, not as we would see, not with our bias, not with our weight of things, but to understand that we are part of the kingdom and that we are part of the one body in Christ. Father, for those that are having a hard time struggling with the horrors that have been placed upon this world by those involved with the vaccine or those involved with political deceit or those involved with administering injections or rampaging and pillaging money out of financial accounts, whatever the, whatever the sin and crime may be. Father, this is a time now that will challenge many, as you well know, and let us be the voice to remind people of our duty to heaven to forgive. Forgiveness, though, does not mean the abdication of justice and accountability. And sadly, what has happened in our world, in this world of Babylon, Babylon and its structures of the Babylonian Empire, is people believe that when they forgive, they give up the aspect of justice and accountability. And in turn, they are not trusting in you, Father. So forgive those that do this for their sin of not trusting you. There is a justice in all things. There is an accountability in all things and must begin with our duty in this world to forgive. Forgiveness, again, is the forgiveness of the burdens on our hearts so that those don't weigh us down, so that we don't become angry, hateful, regretful, this is part of our accountability. And let us be reminded that while it's easy for us to point a finger at another, there's always three fingers pointing back at us. That we must humble ourselves in such a way as to remember that we too are sinners. And though we are very good at pointing out someone else's sin or the more extreme of what we perceive as sin, we're very poor, Father, 
at understanding how you see your children and love all of your children, and you love them especially during times of crisis and their challenges. We tend to like to think in this walk, Father, that only when we're in good graces, only when we're doing things as we perceive to be perfect, that it's only then that your love rains down on us. It is a silly view in this world, created by our own myopic view of how things are in heaven. So forgive us again. This is a time right now, Father, that we have to truly be strong, and we must listen and pray to you for eyes to see and ears to hear, that we must continue to walk this path with grace and humility, that we must forgive as you have said for us to be forgiven, and that what we must trust in justice in a greater plane of heaven as we walk this land. Additionally, Father, we know that as we place our prayers to heaven, justice will be brought even in this world we're in. But we need to be trusting in you. And sadly, that our vengeance, our desire to make someone hurt as much as we hurt is just a petty childish reaction that misses the heavenly optic of the greaterness of what you've given us and the greatness as it is to walk within the body of Christ. Embolden us, Father. Give us grace. Give us clarity in our walk. Bless us and forgive us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, I am going to beat on this topic quite a bit coming forward, and I know that it makes some people very uncomfortable, especially when we're dealing with the injections and the death of people and the willful implications of this. The problem we keep having is that we do are not separating forgiveness from justice. The two are not the same. And forgiveness from accountability. Forgiveness is sitting on us to take the weight off of our heart to send that peace to heaven and take the weight so that we can walk with a clear heart and a loving heart as Christ would want us to. But there is always justice in heaven. There is always accountability in heaven. And there is, will always be accountability and must be accountability on this, on this earth. Our role is even more important than ever to keep a clear view on things. Because when we come into the idea of administering justice, when we start administering justice with vengeance in our heart, we become worse even than our enemy. We need to truly pray for our enemy. And when we say that, it is important that we understand that justice in a heavenly sense may look very different than you're comfortable with. It may be the healing and restoring of the individual into the graces of God. Jeffrey Dahmer accepted Christ at the end of his life. He still endured a justice, but he accepted Christ at the end of his life. And by view of that, he has testified and brought his sins and crimes to the feet of Jesus at the cross and ask for repentance. And if that is truly as it is, then he is reformed and reborn. So these are things that are in a difficult time that we're also going to be pressed with, but things that we have to keep in mind as we move forward. This world is an, is an upheaval. It's everything around it is turning on its head. Just take a listen to this piece on abortion. So actress Anne Hathaway went on The View, trash bin of a show, to call abortion just another word for mercy. 
to acknowledge human rights and that the topic of abortion is not a moral conversation, it's a practical one. Okay, well, of course you don't want to address morals because if you had any, you wouldn't be in favor of abortion in the first place. But it's heartfelt because she closed her eyes and looked up to the heavens as she talked about mercy killing a child. Give me a break. You can show forgiveness and compassion for women who feel they have no other option. We should do that, but abortion is not merciful. It's the senseless killing of an innocent life and celebrities need to stop using their platform to sugarcoat something that is fatal for one life and damaging for another. As someone who's pregnant right now, I can never understand the mothers that can look at their children and still not grasp the sanctity of life as they advocate for something so morbid. My goal is to protect my baby, not kill him. And you want to advocate for human rights so bad? Well, the fundamental right of human rights is the right to life. Ripping that from a baby is barbaric, not merciful. It is indeed. And that's, that is an absolute sin. And we know that there are sins detailed that will be dealt with harshly. But at the same time, our role is not to administer vengeance. And that's unfortunately where many people want to see justice take the form of vengeance. And vengeance is the Lord's, not ours. So this is about us keeping a very clear view as we walk ahead here. And it's going to be very difficult because we're dealing with a lot of very painful and ugly, ugly events. And the more that they come out, the more that our reactions can be, will be driven to be emotional and reactive and vengeful. And that is truly Satan's game right there. Because one of the greatest traps that Satan has ever cre- laid in this earth is to create these crimes and hide them from us, knowing that when they became revealed, we would become like them if we didn't understand the word forgiveness. I mean this. When you go do an operation, it is very important to appreciate, and we're talking like operators in, in a war zone, the best of the operators don't do their operation based on emotion. They do it based on mission. If you reframe your world and your life in terms of a mission from kingdom, then you start to appreciate where forgiveness steps in because you have to not have vengeance in your heart it doesn't mean you can't be angry. It's a righteous anger. But you can't have vengeance in your heart. You can't have hatred in your heart. Those are the places where things get very very ugly. And that's where forgiveness is so powerful because we're taking the weight of those sins that we've witnessed or had imposed upon us and pass them to heaven so that we can walk in this world with a loving heart. And that's not like the love where you run down the street and give somebody a big wet one on the side of the cheek and say, Jesus loves you. Nope, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the love of the, of the way God extends his love, which is a healing and appreciative love of all the people and all of his children. Patriots, a lot of things have happened today, and it's continued to be a shakeup of a day. And it, the, the strategies around what was holding up the left are continuing to unravel. But the one place to really watch right now is Brazil. Brazil is absolutely exploding right now. Protests have broken out across the country as millions of people believe that their recent election was stolen. Truckers have been blockading crucial roads in multiple cities. Brazil's main food distribution center was set on fire and there were even reports of food looting, which resulted in security forces being deployed. Thousands are gathering outside the military's headquarters demanding that they take control over the country. The largest and most important airport in Brazil is reported to have been blockaded by protesters. And the scary part is, is that all of this chaos is in response to 
a defeat in an election. The supporters of Bolsonaro, who has been referred to as the Tropical Trump, fiercely believe that the election was rigged and are demanding action. And it's worrying because it's very similar to the reaction in the US 2020 elections. And their midterms are right around the corner. So the question is, is not accepting the results of an election becoming a trend? Or is there something deeper here? He's a fool. Yes, there's something deeper here. <laughs> he, this dude I never play except for once in a while. And I don't because he's some young millennial that he just loves to make himself sound like a big headline dramatic news reporter. Is there something greater in the world going on right now? Yes, it would be called the cabal. Yes, it, it is. And they are stealing elections. And they're doing it blatantly in Brazil as they did it blatantly to us. But you're not, if you're going to tune into Bards FM, you're not going to get that sort of reporting. Sorry. If you, that, that disappoints you. Yeah. What can I say? You can go listen to the view or something. This is like this. It's not going to be like, Whoa, Patriots. We're on the edge right now on the very edge of the greatest, the greatest election of our time is count, count by count. We're watching the, Oh my goodness. <laughs> go listen to Geraldo. There you go. Patriots. It's a great Friday. Take some time to walk your property. Pray to God. Be blessed with all you have. Let us celebrate the glory of the kingdom and all that is given to us. It's a beautiful day to do just that. Jesus does walk with us. Have a conversation with him. It's rewarding and refreshing. And if you have cows, go talk to them too. I've got a bunch of them. They just had two new babies and they're adorable. So I think I'll go talk to them and see what's going on. All right, Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. And subdue the enemy. Patriots, I will see you tonight for... Bards FM, we've got a great interview tonight. Luke from VOR, Voice of Reasons. I think you'll really enjoy it. So until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space 
promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 